0: Uh, Thanks for agreeing to to chat there, Jackie. Um, We're going to be talking about uh, um, assessment, but more specifically feedback. Um, And um, yeah, I just thought to start with, maybe you could say a little bit about uh, kind of your ideas around feedback, um, you know, what it means, why it matters, uh, how are students learning, something like that.
1: Absolutely. So for me, there are two sides to why I think feedback's important. So the first side and arguably most important is that the feedback we get from students about feedback is consistent Um, and it's been consistent at wherever I've worked in that students struggle with understanding the feedback that we that we give them um, for their assignments Um, and actually I found a quote from uh, an NSS which was that the the students are saying the feedback is not always clear, it's not always consistent, it's often contradictory, and it's sometimes late. Um, And that's the kind of repeated feedback that we get, no matter what we do. So we make changes each year in response to these things, and we still get very similar feedback. So that's the first thing. And the second side of that is that I think when you come to work as an academic, no one ever tells you when enough is enough so we don't actually know what is enough prep for a session what is enough background reading to have done before you create your teaching material and what is enough feedback so because no one ever knows what the answer to that is then as individuals we all try and find an answer for ourselves and i think that's partly the reason why we get inconsistency because We don't actually know what everybody else is doing and there is no ideal of of what feedback should be. So for me, that's why I think it's an important topic to to be discussing.
0: I think the point that you make about the consistent nature of students feedback about our feedback, um, even though we make all these changes, for me, that makes perfect sense. So we make changes to the amount of feedback we give to the feedback formats that we give um but do you have a sense of how much conversation we have with students about their own feedback literacy and their understanding of how to use feedback so if i if i think of an example as an academic um when i first started getting peer review feedback on articles that i was writing i had very little conception of how to respond to that feedback and it's only over many years of writing papers and getting feedback and having those conversations with with colleagues that i learned how to use peer review feedback to make the article better do you think that we have a similar process like that with students where we help them understand and make sense of feedback
1: no i don't i think we have the opportunity to have that and i think that opportunity is informative work but i think that we perhaps don't put enough thought ourselves into what formative activities we could engage in across a module, and we don't put enough, we don't always put enough thoughts into how they link to that summative part of the assessment. So there's a disconnect. So I think we have opportunities to have those on conversations, but we don't have them. I think what's really interesting when I've taught so I, when I teach on and have taught on um, educational modules to other academics, they immediately slip into just tell me what to write in my assignment, which I think is absolutely fascinating because we are we are constantly saying that's not what we want students to do. And then when we are in that position ourselves with busy lives, we actually slip completely into that role. So I don't think we always understand that student perspective when we become the student we actually are behaving exactly like our students are and we don't want them to behave like that um so i think there's something about what our expectations of that behavior is and what the reality is going to be we're we're never going to change that but but interesting as well i think actually that's not what the students are saying when they report back on the onss they're not asking us you know what do you want me give me the answer that's not what they're saying at all What they're saying is, I want to understand what you want. Um, And that's the bit, I think, that we are often missing.
0: Uh, I think that's always the the kind of response that I enjoy getting from a student is, I don't understand what you're looking for in this comment. Can we talk about it? Um, And and for me, that moves the feedback conversation into something that's bi-directional. So. It becomes a conversation between the student and I about, you know, what are my expectations? We obviously should make that clear at the beginning so that everyone has a shared sense of expectations. But I often think about the fact that I don't ever ask students what their expectations are. So what are their expectations around what good feedback looks like? Because I'm giving feedback. I'm, I like to think that I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give feedback that is useful and constructive and that students can, can make sense of. And yet I also get feedback from students saying, I I don't know what you're looking for. Um, And and to me, that's that's brilliant um, because I want to engage in the students in a process. And we see this more in postgraduate work where maybe there's less of a power imbalance uh, because our our postgraduate students are often our colleagues and our our peers. um, But they're far more in my experience. They're far more open. To saying you know, tell me more specifically what it is that you 're looking for here, how do I make this paragraph better um, and and it is more of this kind of bi directional conversation rather than I feel sometimes that students are expecting a set of instructions and they think that good feedback is a set of instructions that they can follow to to make the work better, and maybe that 's because we 've set up our system. So that they expect that. They want us to tell them what was wrong and, and what, what right looks like. Um, and, and I always find it's, it's, for, for me personally, I prefer to give feedback in the form of questions, but then students don't know what that means. Am I supposed to answer your question? Um, are you confused by what I've written? And that's, and, and, and that, you know, it, it makes feedback, my understanding of feedback, it makes it more nuanced and more complex and a more difficult thing to do.
1: I, I absolutely agree with you. I think I think there is a there is a difference between undergraduate and postgraduate. Um, and even at postgraduate pre-registration, um, even if they've done a, an, a BSc before, there's still a little bit of a disconnect, a, a bit of a difference with how they they work. I think. Um, I just something sparked in my head when you were talking just then and it's gone out of my head. Um, I I think. That there is this kind of students, particularly undergrad students, you know, 18, 19 years, they're coming from educational system, which is very tested. Um, And so they see an assignment as a test with a right or wrong answer. Um, And it's really hard to get across the concept for me, the basic concept of of assessment and marking. Is it's subjective? It's not objective. We try and make it objective. But it actually isn't. There's, there's a degree of that in there, but there's always going to be a degree of subjectiveness in there. And actually we need to understand that right at the beginning to then understand that there, that where, where there is inconsistency, that that is about academic opinion and academic opinion can be different, but also can be right. Um, so it's that move from that different way of thinking, which a, degree is trying to get a successful a graduate has has moved how they're thinking and i always think particularly postgraduate i've never really understood why you can do a three-year part-time postgraduate degree but you have to be assessed at exactly the same level all the way through it as though you come into it on day one suddenly be able to do this magic level seven or whatever it's called Um, at least undergraduate kind of you, you have the first year to make all the mistakes and it doesn't count anywhere um, to actually, to learn to be, to, to do things in an academic way, which you, we suddenly don't do at level seven, which I always think is really hard for students to do. Um, so I, I, really feel that it's, it's interesting that when you, feedback to the, the last bit of the, of the process, actually we need to get the front part of the process right. We, we need to design things better. We need to have formative activities which help the students Learn how to um, how to understand what we're looking for, to peer mark, all those kind of things so that actually learn from each other to have those conversations and discussions so that actually by the time you get to the summit, you've done all that work. And the summative bit and the feedback of that bit should actually be the smallest part of the activity, not this enormous thing that takes hours and hours and hours. And we all kind of you know, banging our head against the desk by the time we get to the 25th one that we're marking or whatever. Because yeah, the other thing I think is really a really key part of, of, of feedback from an academic perspective is what's the difference between feedback and coaching and which of those two should we be doing? So I think from a very reductionist perspective, the the system actually wants us to do feedback, i.e. your reference things not right or go and go and go to the library and read this, read, read this text or whatever else. Whereas coaching is probably actually more beneficial to a student, but it's actually talking about, you know, the, the underpinning, you know, what, do, what, what do we mean by criticality? How do you? Create synthesis all those kind of things. Or I think some of the challenges that arise for academics is that they're trying to do one in the time scales of the other.
0: Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on um just with respect to the the away day um anything that you wanted to add? Um
1: I think from the away day I, I would like I'd like it to be more of a as much of a discussion as anything else. Um I'd like to I'd like the outcome to be that people feel more competent or more comfortable to do things differently. Um, You know, I had a conversation with a colleague around um, having examples of good assignments on blackboard sites. Um, And I was met with horror aghast. Oh, my God, They'll, you know, what's about plagiarism, et cetera. And I said, well, you know, let's start from the perspective that that's not the students, what the students are going to do, but actually help them understand what good looks like before we've even started. Um, Things like, you know, do resits have to be exactly the same as the original submission? Can they not do something which focuses on the stuff that they need to develop so that they're, Reset is, is a learning experience, not just a repeat of what they've done. So, you know, things like that, I'd like people to be able to think differently so that marking and feedback becomes a positive experience for the academics and the students.
0: Yeah, I, I really like that that idea of this being a positive experience and something that we can be more open to um, as, as part of a conversation. I think a lot of the expectation is that feedback looks a certain way and a lot of our assumptions around what that looks like are driven by our own experiences of having received feedback. So we tend to give feedback that looks like the feedback we've received. And I like the idea of opening up the conversation to say what my feedback look like. Um, yeah. That's different. Um, and maybe that comes down. It comes back to the, the question about learning. Um, you know, What is it that we want students to really learn? Does it matter that they know how to put the comma in the right place in the citation style required by this university? Or does it matter that the student is able to support knowledge claims about the world with some form of evidence? Um, And depending on what you think the answer to those two questions is, is going to influence the kind of feedback that you that you give students.
1: I always remember the first time that I experienced using um, audio feedback Um, and it was um, immediate. So it's immediately after generally uh, some kind of practical assessment. and the feedback from the students were they absolutely, they loved it when they could hear the phone ringing in the background or the, or the dog suddenly came and talked or did something beside you and that feeling that you were really talking to them as an individual and not just writing down what you write down for everybody. Um, and that kind of was quite eye opening to me. I've never tried, I've personally never tried it with written work, but I'd love to, I'd love to have a go at doing that.
0: I've only ever had good feedback from students when I've used audio feedback on on their written work. So I tend to I read the whole thing and provide line item comments um mm. and then go back to the beginning and scroll through very quickly using my comments almost as a structure yeah. to provide an, an overview and and the students have have, have often come back and said they really they really like that. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Jackie. I'm uh, aware of the time and uh, um, I really appreciate you setting aside a little bit of time to share some of your thoughts. No, No worries.
1: Thank you very much.